Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that there is more to confidence in the bedroom or the kitchen or the sex club or a stairwell or the woods or wherever you are. There's so much more to sex wherever you do it than just jackhammering away. But if all you're missing in your relationship is some mutually beneficial stiffness, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office with the doctors that never got trained in sex ed and how to talk to people about it, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They say that there is nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. Of course, I know you sweet listeners know that using confidence to connect, if you can be confident enough to be really vulnerable with someone, to communicate, to create a safe space that you occupy together, that is super hot. That's the foundation of a connection. And if you have a boner, that can definitely help you do certain things that you know that I love, just as long as you don't skip all the other stuff too. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. And as they say, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER. At checkout, you just pay $5 shipping. That is bluechew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wyo and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we share our extra sexy details in an effort to help humans everywhere have better sex lives. My guest today, I'm very excited to introduce to you, is Cameron Lay. He's 29. He's Caucasian, a male who uses the pronouns he, him, a straight dude. He says he's lame. I'm going to push back on that. And kink-wise, it sounds like he's into stranger play and some other things that we're going to get into. Uh, he is an actor here in Los Angeles, sometimes a server, although he and I are both not doing either of those things actively, other than like working on our craft, obviously, with all of our rehearsal. Currently lives in Los Angeles, originally from Vinco, Pennsylvania. Welcome, Cameron! Thank you. Thanks for having me, Wiley. I'm so excited that you're here. Okay, so can yeah. we just dive in and tell us, when do you first remember learning about sex? Oh, man, that was hard. One. I was looking at all your questions that you post, and I got some good memories. I don't remember when it first came on, though. I just remember earliest memories are seeing, like, famous singers like Shakira and, yes. and stuff like that. And maybe watching, like, sexy music videos, and then I would just start to fantasize about I think Shakira was the first girl I started masturbating to. <laughs> Shakira? Okay, Shakira is actually my first celebrity crush. And really? I went to go see a Shakira concert. Yeah, Shakira's like, this was when I was 18. I thought Shakira was so amazing. And I went to a concert with my 
soon to be college roommate in San Diego. And uh, that was the first time that I was ever hit on by a woman in public. Like this lady that was kind of like, we were like really close to the front and this lady kept trying to give me beers and she was cute, but I was like not aware that I was into women at that point. And she was like in her thirties or forties and she, but she was very cute. I don't think she spoke English, but she kept just like gesturing to me. And so like, for me, Shakira is also like a very sexy symbol. She so. started it all. <laughs> so what do you remember about, would you watch her music videos in your family living room or were you like in a private space? Yeah, no, it would be like in the living room, but I don't think my parents were in there, you yeah. know, and then I would just use my thoughts and go up to my room, excuse myself for a, a minute or two. <laughs> and how old but, uh, were you when you started excusing yourself? Like early, I don't know, when does this start? Like a, It's different for everybody. Seventh grade, something like that. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So cool. like 12 something. Nice. And then just to like bookend that, how would you describe your current relationship with sex? It's healthy. You know, I mean, I'm like the, yeah. I'm like the king of flings. I don't, I'm not in a relationship right now, but <laughs> not a king. King of flings? No, that's great. But I mean, like, yeah, I, I meet a lot of girls and then it's it's good, but it's just like the busy LA lifestyle like prohibits from having a relationship. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you, okay, I just want to ask a couple questions about that before we go back again to the details. Okay. I'm so curious about like, how do you think about flings in your head? head like are you like this is a sexy person I want to bang once or twice like how does the personality factor in like just how do you think about it for yourself yeah so like just I don't know the way I've like met girls so far it's always been in like a class or something that I'll take you know what I mean yeah, and, yeah. and there will just be like a, a cute girl that obviously I'll be attracted to and like maybe I'll start making her laugh or something so it's like oh hey let's like work on this scene together you know we'll just yeah. come to like hang out it's happened like I don't know, a couple times over mm -hmm. years and yeah i don't know it's just like i'll be i'll become friends with them first yeah. you know what i mean like we can hang out and just do stuff together but then Excellent. it'll like evolve to just start having you know having yeah. sex obviously like i would want that you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a plus so i don't know yeah is that yeah is that it's just like that well I, yeah because well i know some people i love knowing those details because I know some people, to me, that's a very different type of casual relationship from like meeting someone late at night at a bar or like Tinder right. swiping or all of that. So that's true. Yeah, there's that. So like the flings I see like as that, like someone you meet socially, become friends with, mm -hmm. and then you start having sex. But obviously I've done like Tinder before. Yeah. So I'll meet okay. people and it'll just be more just like about the sex. Okay. Yeah. So let's go back to your early self. Did you get a sex talk from your parents? Just from my dad, he said, just tarp your load. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, no, they just said, careful, you know, pregnancies and all that. That's, yeah. that it wasn't like, yeah. And were they like conservative or liberal or just kind of like regular parents or what were they like? They're normal. My parents are like easygoing. They're not okay. too conservative. Okay. Like, and do you have any siblings, like older, younger siblings that you could I, learn from? I have a brother who's a year and a half older. Okay. Do you guys talk about your sex lives at all? Yeah, we do. You do. When did that start? Early on, I guess, like when we started, <laughs> when we started, like, you know, in middle school, yeah. I'd say, we'd just talk about girls and sex and stuff like that. 
I mean, well, that's what I'm always so curious about. Cause like I have an older brother who's three years older than me, but we never talked about, you know, the closest we ever got to talking about anything vaguely sexual was like when I started hooking up with his friends and he was like, if any of them bother you, like, let me know. But he was like, I would rather have you be exploring with people that I know and can keep tabs on than like yeah. randos. So, right. <laughs> but like he never shared any details with me, which is. Right. Yeah. That, I feel like a brother sister dynamic is different. Like you wouldn't want to know. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That is, that is that's what I hear. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess but, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't, yeah, you know. <laughs> so in your earlier years, when did you start like exploring with, people that were not yourself i guess the first started dating in middle school and started like kissing i had one girlfriend and we we kissed a few times but then too it was all about like waiting for the girl to be ready to like do more you know like because we were horny fuckers in middle school you know what i mean so but then i got my first girlfriend in middle school and then we started like making out in like seventh and eighth grade and then it progressed from there like rubbing each other and then the blowjob came before the sex and then like i think we dated for like almost a year or something okay. like that and we had sex i think i was like 15 or 16 it was 10th grade okay so that's when the sex came but yeah that was my first experiences too all of that was like first 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 for everything yeah. So, yeah so okay as a horny fucker in middle school <laughs> <laughs> did you and your friends talk about sex like what did you know about sex and where were you learning about it outside of Shakira videos. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's always like one kid who's brings in, like teaches you how to swear and like teaches you about sex. I remember I had a buddy like that, Matt, and uh, I don't know where he got it from, but he would just talk about, I don't know, I can't remember specifics, but they would just talk about sex and like how it works. Oh, he had an older sister. So he would explain oh. like, oh, I my, my older sister like having sex with a girlfriend like here and like this is what they were doing. And then, you know, I forget house we found out about it but but that was it you just start hearing about it and then you just you figure it out i don't yeah. know did no. you guys have any access to like porno mags or did you go online at all because you're a little bit younger than i am so i think we had yeah mag- there were magazines at a buddy's place we, yeah. we used that but like in the porn didn't come till later because i yeah. remember getting a computer but like you couldn't just go on like free porn you know yeah, not not until i feel like our later teens i mean you're older right. than you so it was like not not middle school for sure <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came a little later, but I don't know. You just, I don't know. You just kind of figure it out, I guess. Can I ask you questions about touching yourself? Yeah. (laughs) So when you started doing that initially, what did you do and how did you know what to do? And like, what were your explorations like? Uh, It initially, it came in the shower, I remember. And uh, we started doing it. And I remember it was me, my brother, and then I had a cousin who was our same age. He's like my second brother. We're yeah. really close. And we would always talk about it. And we called uh, the orgasm. Then we'd be like, do you get the feeling? <laughs> I like, love hey, that. man, like, <laughs> like, hey, if you ever touch yourself long enough, like, you keep going, like, you get this feeling. Like, it just comes. It feels great. You know, the feeling. <laughs> That's amazing. So that's how we refer to it. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, okay, this is sweet. But. Yeah, and then it progressed, and then but like no ejaculate came out right away. You know what I mean? That yeah. came later. So like we start, we bragged to each other about that, like how much we came, and like when we started. <laughs> did you ever try to measure your cum? Like, did you ever try to like tablespoon uh, it out or something? <laughs> no, 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 I haven't. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Just I didn't like measure it like in a measuring cup, but I would be like, we'd call it 
uh, like a roper. Yeah. Like I had like an eight roper or like a 10 roper, like how many like squirts it would have. <laughs> you ever hear that? <laughs> no, I've never heard that before. Yeah. So that's like a unit of measurement, I think, the, the roper. Oh my God, that is hilarious. <laughs> Amazing. Right. And so then fun. can you tell us the details of how you like to be touched? Like when you're touching yourself or just even with a partner, just like how does your penis enjoy strokes? It's just light friction, I, I guess. Yeah, just, I don't know, just soft rubbing, mm -hmm. uh, tickling, just stuff like that. And then, you know, just the normal, just the normal. Yeah. You know, that. <laughs> and are your balls very sensitive? They are, but like they can be touched. They're mm -hmm. not like so sensitive. I don't say no. You nice, know what I mean? Nice, nice. And then do you enjoy any specific kind of ball play or do you just like them to get a little bit of fondled in the... In um, the... No, I like... I like when a girl uses her mouth on balls. That's cool. I've had that done before. It's kind of like, oh shit, like, you know, it's it's a sensation, that's for sure, but I like it. I enjoy it all. Cool. Nothing rough though. <laughs> <laughs> what about blowjobs? What are your favorite ways to receive? Like, do you have any moves that people have done that you're like, "Oh, please do that again?" Yeah, it's it's all about like the the sensuality and like how how enthusiastic she is you know what i mean like mm. i like like they go a little little deeper than normal you have to go like i don't like demand a deep throat blowjob or anything like that but like it's cool when they get into it and they do all a bunch of like different movements instead of just like you know like an easy up and down bob or something you know what i mean like can you tell i know what you mean because yeah, i yeah. i am a master deep throat i guess i'm a mistress deep throater but that's awesome it's so fun. But can you tell us for our listeners who maybe want some inspiration, like what details of what you've enjoyed in the past? Okay. Like changing it up, always doing something different. Like you go from, from like maybe like licking around the, the top of the head to like doing a few like as deep as you can go, like bobs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, just stuff like that, you know, play with the balls, just like, like, I don't know, mix it up a little bit. And like, do you like hand with it or do you prefer mouth and hand separate? Sometimes I like, sometimes it's good with both, but I don't like when it's all just like hand and mouth. I don't like when it's just like that, like all the time. Like yeah. take your hand away for a second and like feel like, you know, my stomach or like the chest or something or like, you know, yeah. do with the balls a little bit, you know, just like totally. feel like potential, like going everywhere, exploring everything is is the best. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You are making me think about something I don't know if I've shared on this podcast, but I love if I am deep throating. God, it's been so long. Um, I really love to take my hands off and like grab a butt or like yeah. hold, you know, hold onto a thigh and grab a butt yeah. and like feeling that closeness. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awesome. I love that. Okay. What are your feelings about going down on women? I love it. I like doing it. It's cool. Like I prefer that over like over like fingering. You know, I just want to like oh. I want her to feel as good as possible. So I'll just be like, I'm going down. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like so. Yeah, I I enjoy it and I've gotten compliments. So like it's cool. Nice. It's, it's how nice. did you learn about it? Like how did you start doing it? Porn. Mm -hmm. I watch porn and I, I would read about it. Me and my buddies would read about it. And it's like you got to know what to do. Like we got to be good at this. And yeah, uh, yeah no, just started doing it and in high school and then got good at it in college and that's it that's awesome where did yeah. you read about it like magazines or online stuff 
online like we would we would google yeah this is like in later high school years but yeah you would just google like how to give good oral sex to women that's awesome (laughs) yeah yeah also i feel like that's well maybe it's not early i don't know I didn't have boys, like, jumping to go down on me in high school, or rather the ones that did were a little bit older. So were you giving women their first experiences? Do you know? My girlfriend, yes, in high school, the one that I lost my virginity to. After that, I doubt it. Because it was, like, it was, like, girls in college. There might have been, like, one or one or two other girls that it was their first time. But yeah. that was it. Nice. Um, and then do you have any like stories from high school that are particularly memorable or like places you did things or just anything like that that stands out? Do you have a story around your virginity? Um, virginity, no. It was just in my bed. It was very, I think, how high school virginities go with a girlfriend. Like you just have sex in your bed on a nice night, nice date night. No, I had like hookup partners. Where we would like just have sex in the car like while I was driving, done like roadhead and stuff like that. Oh, fun had sex in a few public bathrooms since being in LA, which is cool at bars, not like gross bathrooms. Nice. (laughs) That's it though, really. Nothing too crazy. When you're about to go have sex in a bar in a bathroom, like how do you initiate it? Is it a thing that just sort of happens? Is someone dragging someone else in there? No. Yeah. One time I joked with the girl she was going, the girl I was with, I was like, I'm coming in after you. She's like, no, you're not. But she laughed about it, you know? So I was like, fuck it. I was like, there aren't a lot of people in here. Like, I'm going to do it. So I go in and she's like, what are you doing? Like, she's, you know, <laughs> she's acting like she she doesn't want me to be there. <laughs> but no, it was sweet. Then we just go into a stall and uh, yeah, we started having sex. And then I remember I didn't finish though. Like I was just about to finish and someone else came in. So we we like hid and had to be quiet for a little bit. And then she she's like, all right, I'm done. She's like, I'm leaving. Yeah. And so she left after that. So we had to go out to her car and, fin- and finish. But okay. it was just fun. Yeah, but you yeah. did. We finished. Oh, that's we so fun. But, but yeah. What about you? Where have you had? I have never been brave enough to do anything in a, like a bathroom at a public place. I, the second time I ever had sex, though, was on the beach, like down, you know, kind of near the airport. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was so fun, you know, and I was 19 at the time, like I I I got rejected 3 times before I actually was able to lose my virginity, but like not for lack of trying, but I know. Yeah. So I was like so excited. I was like I'm going to try this new thing, you know, and we went skinny dipping, which now I'm like I can't believe I like swam naked in the ocean and then laid on the sand and fucked. Like that's kind of gross when I think <laughs> about that beach and that water there um, yeah. but everything was fine and then that was also the like the drive to and from there because I was at USC at the time so it was like a 20 minute drive to get there 30 minutes maybe and that was where I experienced giving my first road ahead and I just felt so excited but like I am shy in a way like I was raised by military parents on a farm okay. And they're medical professionals and I follow the rules. I really like following the rules. And that's, you know, that's like one of the great things about my kinky submissive side is like anyone can tell, you know, a partner can tell me what to do and I'll be like, okay. But, but when it comes to, so I would probably have to have a partner be like, do this thing in public. I probably wouldn't initiate it because I would be so scared and I need someone to be like, it's okay if we get caught. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else notable in high school? Oh, this is a funny story. The girl that I was dating, who I lost my virginity to, we would I would go over to her place and we would go in her basement and that's where we'd put on a movie and, and have sex and stuff. 
And her dad was real stern. I and I didn't talk to him a lot. And he was a teacher too at my high school. Oh, oh. And, uh, yeah, he always like was just mean mugging, just had that face, you know. And uh, so one time, me and uh, the girl, we have sex, and we're laying down there, totally naked, but under the covers, you know. And we're just cuddling, watching a movie, and the door opens up upstairs, and someone's coming down. And I'm like, this never happens. They usually just give us our time, you know. But yeah. he was coming down. <laughs> So my girlfriend, she's scared. She's like, oh, shit. She jumps up bare ass and runs into the bathroom and closes the door and leaves me just laying there, you know, totally naked. You can see, like, my shoulders and, like, the top half of my chest under the blanket, you know. Oh, so my I'm God. Just laying there, like, I'm just going to do this. So his name was John, the dad. He comes down and just looks at me, takes, like, a few steps, looks towards the bathroom, sees that, like, the door is closed. Looks at me again and then just walks back upstairs. Doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> like he knew what he walked in on, you know? But I just like look at him like, hey, hey, what's up? Like I just had sex with your daughter. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, man. And I go to school the next day and tell all my buddies and yeah, it was good, good fodder. Oh my gosh. Was he your teacher? <laughs> he was a middle school teacher. So I had him like a couple years previous. Okay, okay, okay. That's right. But uh, yeah, I was over his place all the time, but man, that was funny. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. So moving on from high school, in your yeah. early years of sex as an adult, what were they like? Were you, did you go to college? You said college, yeah? Yeah, okay. I did. College was a rough time for me. I had a rough start. I wasn't as confident, I feel, as I could have been because I didn't know what I was doing, you know? So I was oh, like, yeah. eh. Like, we weren't as social as, as we could have been. Like, me and my buddies, like, they were having a tough time, too. So, mm. like... Yeah, we just, I didn't get as much, as many girls as I did the first year of school. But then, I don't have a lot of college stories. I would have, like, a random hookup here and there, like, at parties and stuff. But I yeah. didn't have like, a steady girlfriend. But yeah. but it would be cool, just, like, one-night stand type of stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like those were the years where I was, like, I was semi-partying. And I would, like, kind of meet people. And it would never really go anywhere. Although I might hook up with them a few times. Because I like... I don't know. I like the security maybe of hooking up with the same person or I'm not really sure. Yeah, of course. Of course. The hookups were real sporadic, like through school. I had like a few good ones. It'd be a girl here and there, but like it would never, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Nothing, nothing great though. You know, in, in totally. college that didn't pick up till like after. after okay. All. And then tell us when it picked up and tell us about the greatness. Yeah. Once I got out of school, I think, you know, like all that stress going away, like I felt better about going out and, and partying and meet, meeting people. And then too, when I came out here, like just four years ago, that's when it got a lot better too. But yeah, just meeting people like at, at work, you know, and there's so many people in LA. Yeah. I still talk to meet people at work, at class. I meet people like always at like social functions, you know, you'll, you'll befriend somebody, you start hanging out with them and then you hook up with them. And then Tinder too is like so high volume, I feel. I mean, I don't know. No, tell me about your Tinder experience because I made a Tinder for the first time this week and I got kicked off. Really? Why? I don't know. Did you put naked pictures on there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you not supposed to? I mean, they're not Maybe full not. naked. They're just like you could see, like you couldn't see anything. Yeah, and like, I like, had most of a sweatshirt on, and but it was like covered. I need to read their guidelines and figure out what maybe, I... Maybe someone flagged it. Maybe someone 
some guy got offended by that. <laughs> I guess I thought I was. I I mean, I did have a thing in my description about like I like nudes. If you you know, if you're not, I'm looking for someone to talk to, like to sexy yeah. talk with. But if you're not into that, I also enjoy nudes. So maybe it was like too solicitous. I don't know. That is so but weird. I thought that's what Tinder was for. That people right, told me it was right, like right. the Wild West. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe read. That's lame. You'll. <laughs> figured out yeah right like anything goes i had to make a new account with my work number because they completely block your number and email they won't find out <laughs> so when did you get on tinder what have your experiences been like how do you swipe like are do you swipe yes on everybody or are you like a choosy swiper no i'm kind of choosy like yeah. i'll i'll go left i don't do the swipe right on yeah. anybody anymore because i would get like a lot of there would be guys and stuff you know wait wait which one's left or right? I forgot. So right is yes, left is is no. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm choosy. I'll yeah, I'll look at the girls' pictures and read everything. But sometimes, like if it's just like a few hot girls, I'll swipe right. Yeah. At first, I wasn't getting like the matches I felt I I deserved. But yeah. then it it picks up after a while. But it's kind of annoying though. It takes like a lot of time. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I'd rather just meet somebody out. But totally. like totally. If you're not meeting somebody out, like it's kind of you just go to that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But I've had a bunch of different experiences from it. I've met a lot of cool people. This one girl, this was funny. She was from uh, Peru. She's a student over here studying. So I meet her and we start texting and she's like, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it actually says we're like a mile from each other. I'm like, where are you at right now? Here, she's like a quarter of a mile away. I was at the Landmark Theater and she was at a up on Wilshire in this apartment building. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like you, you want to hang out right now? She's like, yeah, sure. Come over. And then she tells me she's like, grab, she's like, grab condoms. I wonder <laughs> how many guys she's done this with. <laughs> and she was, she's like, she, there's a little bit of like a language barrier, you know? So anyway, I go there and she's up on the, like the 20th floor of this building. Right. And she's in this big apartment room that's like sectioned off. She has like her own sections. So there must be like 10 students in this big apartment. She just has like this little six by six bed, a desk, and that's it. Like right by the balcony. It was, it was weird. So different. Wow. But um, I go in there and she's like, she's like this pretty Peruvian girl, you know, like 20 some years old. And we just started like shooting the shit, talking about school and life, you know, all that, all that kind of jazz. And then she's like, okay. She's like, do you want to, she's like, do you want to hook up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure. So like we start, we start kissing and then. We have sex and it was awesome. And then that was it. We talked for a little bit more. I'm like, all right, like, like hit me up if you ever want to, if you ever want to talk again or whatever. And I said goodbye and, and that was it. But it, all of that happened within like a two hour frame. Like I met her, I matched with her. We started talking. I went over, we had sex. I left and that was it. Wow. Like, isn't that great? I was going to see a movie that night. I matched with her and then all that happened. And then I saw a later movie. And that was it. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, like that was sweet and unexpected, you know, it's cool. Yeah, and I'm, as I'm hearing you tell this story, I'm also just admiring your, like the fluidity and what am I trying to say? I guess I'm hearing it and I'm reflecting on how uptight I can be sometimes because I'm like <laughs> guarding my time or I'm like, I already have plans this evening. How dare they think that I'm free, you know, and like, right. and like you're just open to the experience and like, enjoying it as it unfolds and i think that's amazing yeah there's something i'm i mean yeah yeah for sure lovers this episode is sponsored by blue chew 
We all know that the foundation to an awesome sex life is excellent mental and physical health, but if proper rest, exercise, and a healthy lifestyle aren't leading to the blood flow you'd like when and where you'd like it, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. And the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with awkward physicians who aren't trained to talk about sex lives, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They always say first impressions are important, but what about lasting impressions? Lovers, I do believe that we can always make loving, lasting impressions by connecting and being present and chasing our pleasure and our partner's pleasure. And if your priority is making a deep, deep impression between two beautiful, enthusiastic thighs or cheeks in the name of partnered pleasure, I get it. I've worn a strap on now. I, too, love having a hard cock. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That is BlueChew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Are you that type of go with the flow when you're having sex with someone or like when you when you meet a random person like that, like how do you even do you just start having sex? How do you decide what to do? Do you talk about what you like? I think I think too much. I want to turn off my brain. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, like I was talking to her and, and she just was nice and cool. And like we didn't I don't know, we didn't. I did ask her what she liked and she just said, she just said, just go, just go slow. That was it. Mm. And then, but, but like, that was it, you know, like we're just, as we were talking, like I got vibes from her that like, like I could kiss this girl right now. Like I could mm -hmm. tell she's into me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, she invited you over and said, bring condoms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, we talked, of course, you know, like I asked her, we didn't just, I didn't just like kiss her right away. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it just, it evolved like that. But yeah, I'm always. I'm open to it, I think. Yeah. Like if it if it happens randomly like that, like yeah. yeah, I'll go. But I have another story too where like I wasn't open to it. I was too tired, you know what I mean? But, yeah. But yeah, it's good to be open, but sometimes you are too busy, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. like it won't or you had like a shitty day and you just don't feel like doing that. So yeah. I don't know, just having I had a good evening that day. In your ideal circumstances, like say you're, you know, you're working, you're auditioning, you're living your life. We're not in quarantine, mm -hmm. <laughs> like in this fantasy. Right. What is the frequency that you'd like to have sex with a partner? Uh, at least a few times a week. Yeah. Or more than that. I'm not like an everyday yeah. type of, like all day type of, type of guy. But like, yeah, a few times a week. I feel like if you're an everyday type of person, you either need a partner or you have to have a lot of energy for like finding new partners. Because <laughs> yeah. I think for me, that's the biggest like downside to it's just the the like choosing because I just yeah. sort of wish that I could be like, OK, I'm ready. Boop. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Got to have a roster or something. And then what about masturbation? How often do you do that? Like once a day. OK. At average. Yeah. Same. I try to do at least once a day. Do you have any other stories about just meeting people out in the real world? I love that. I love that you do that. Yeah. So there are quite a few 
girls from classes, mm -hmm. which was cool. That that's neat too. Like you'll you'll do scenes, like you'll disguise, like hanging out and like getting to know each other, like by working, like on a scene or something. And but we'll do the scene. It's true. It's both. And I, but it's like a yeah. it's like a reason to spend time around someone. And I feel like those are decreasing overall because of technology. You know what I mean? And so it's like I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like that is true. I feel like society's going like backwards. A bit. Oh, one time I got a. Uh, I went and met a, a sex guru this one time. What? Was cool, yeah. I was uh, I was online. I think a buddy at work was telling me he goes to uh, he he gets escorts all the time. Is this guy? <laughs> he's so funny, but he he goes to strip clubs a lot and yeah. he, he gets escorts. So he's always like showing me websites and shit. Nice. So I got on one one time and I looked up a yeah the sex guru. She was in Santa Monica. So after work one day. I have a, a pocket full of cash and I'm like, cool, I'm going to call this, call this lady. And uh, she was older. She was like in her fifties or maybe even like 60, early sixties, but she was good looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I call her and she tells me that it would be for an hour or two hours. She would come over and like teach me all this stuff about like sex, like the history of sex. And then she's like, and it will end with your, with your climax. And she's like, does that sound good? And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> So I, I go to her place. I get an Uber to this girl's place. And she was right above the marina. And she had this awesome uh, top floor apartment that was like big vaulted ceilings, like a bunch of rooms. It was massive. So like this girl makes money. She wasn't married, obviously. It was cool. So I go, I meet her. And I'm like, oh, shit. I can't, can't believe I'm doing this. You know, she she takes me to the shower. And she's like, just go ahead and shower. She's like, and then just put on this toga. And she gave me like these drapes to put on, you know. And then she's like, come out into the to the room when you're done and we'll start. Oh and this room had like all pillows, no furniture. It was like all pillows and like drapes everywhere. It was like like Greek, uh, Greek times. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a sex room. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it was fucking cool. So I, I shower and I go out and we start talking. She has me like close my eyes and we do like this relaxation chant or whatever it was. But then it's neat. She tells me all these things about how like today's society is like, has such a, a skewed perception of sex like it's so aggressive yeah. now like you know like geared towards like women pleasing men she's like it needs to be it used to be equal you know what i mean but like just the fact that we have certain things in our vocabulary like like fuck and like suck my cock like mm -hmm. things like that just like not good you know what yeah. i mean and she was telling me she told me words for the old word for penis was wigum which meant a uh, wand of light <laughs> which is cool. I love and then that. I forget, I forget the name for vagina. I forget it, but it meant Cave of Wonders, which <sighs> is also cool. <laughs> okay. Also, Cave of Wonders is in Aladdin. The Cave really? of Wonders. Yes, that's what that's they vagina. Of. They're talking about vagina right there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was sweet. Then she taught me just how to hug and like use your body when you're like hooking up with a girl or like, you know, just to be more open. It was awesome. And then she taught me about like what's it called like where you breathe together you know oh yeah all that stuff and then she she gave me a hand job at the end and then <laughs> what was it like cool. what was that and also how do you feel about hand jobs in general so it was cool it's hard for me though i don't, yeah. I don't know hand jobs it's hard did she use I, lube she did she used a lot of lube and uh i kind of had to finish myself just because i'm like sorry this is great this is awesome but like i just go fast sometimes yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So I was like, I'll just help myself to finish. And then I did, but it was, it was sweet. It was cool to meet her. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like an experience, you know, a sex That's amazing. Yeah. Do you cool. feel like it affected the way that you had sex after that? Kind of maybe. Cause I do like, I did like experiment more having sex with like getting real into it and like yeah. getting close like putting my whole body close instead of being back, like yeah. hugging the girl and, or even like squeezing her a little bit. And the girl really liked that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I think maybe just be more like sensual, be like mindful of that. I think it helped. Awesome. Yeah. It was sweet. Can you tell us a little bit about stranger play? I'm calling it stranger play, oh, yeah. but let me hear you talk about it in your own words. Okay. See, I like this. I like Stranger Play. I feel like I haven't gotten enough of it, though. But I'm always just, like, thinking, like, yeah. man, I see, like, an attractive girl, and she could, like, look at me and smile or something. But, like, nothing will come of it. I I'm not good at, like, like day game, like, just yeah. going up to girls and being like, hey, I'm Cameron. Like, It's really you know. hard. I, because I know right. that, like, I'm a very open person, but you catch me in the wrong mood or in the middle of something, and I will, like, destroy someone verbally out in the world because I'm like how dare you approach me right you know even though even though I am an open friendly person like right. it's it's tough I think yeah for sure so I don't know it's just, it's just hard like you got to be in a good mood I feel like some people are just always on but like I'll be you know I'll feel like in a social mood sometimes and I'll talk to a girl but not not always yeah but yeah no stranger play I just think it's awesome like if there's someone you're attracted to and like you kind of feel out like I'm not going to marry this girl or be in a relationship with them, but like, I want to hook up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I wish it happened more often, but it doesn't, but I just like that idea. You know what the, I mean? Like enjoying the energy of each other just for that purpose. Like just, right. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it's happened a few times. There was this one Taiwanese girl. She's real pretty, but I met her. I, I smiled at her on the Metro on Expo line. Yeah. Home. And when I, I got off of my stop, she was still on. So I gave her, I actually had a business card on there, an acting business card. This is like years back. Yes. And I gave it to her. I'm like, hey, I'm like, if you want, I was like, get a hold of me. And she just laughed, you know, and took yeah. the card. And then uh, she texted me that night. So I'm like, fuck yeah, sweet. Oh my God. Like, let's hang out. And then she said she's in town for two more nights. And uh, so I met her the next night and we, we got drinks and stuff and she spoke real broken English, you know, like it was hard to talk to her. Yeah. But she was like open to meeting people, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we got drinks and then I was struggling with the conversation for a while because it was like she could only answer so much. Like I would right. ask what she's studying and she would just say, you know, two words. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, this is hard, you know? It's so, so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I suggested we start doing uh, shots, tequila shots. So, <laughs> so that helped. <laughs> yeah. We just did two. We did two shots. But then we were just like laughing and like messing around, like looking at stuff. And then uh, she asked where I lived. And I asked if she wanted to leave. And she said, yeah. And yeah, we just, we went, we got an Uber back to my place. We started making out in the Uber. So we, we did that to our driver, which was nice. And then uh, we just hooked up and we had sex that night. I don't know. Yeah, just another like flawless, like awesome experience. But I only knew her for a day before that. Yeah. Wow. Just that. I don't know. It was cool. And then I kept in touch with her like a little bit for like a few weeks after that. But then I was just like, 
goodbye, you know, that's it. It's, I, in my own experience, it's hard to kind of like sustain a conversation, especially when there's a language barrier once, yeah. once you're not actively engaged with that person. I mean, I, I try, like I had a couple of my South American lovers because I traveled around South America for six months in 2016. Oh, yeah. and, and like, you know, there were a lot of, like one guy, he would actually call me once or twice a month for the next few months. And we still talk on Instagram sometimes, but like my Spanish has gotten so bad and he doesn't really speak English. And I met him mm -hmm. at the beginning of my trip. So we were just like Google translating in order to talk, oh, <laughs> you know, okay. like, like, awesome. and like trying to figure out, but we had sex on a hill in Taganga, Colombia. Oh, and it was like right above our Airbnb, like he was in the next room over from me. It was like this little bungalow situation. And that's, that's how we, that's how we met. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's so, awesome. So we just like walked down to the beach together. And that was back when I could drink without my body freaking out. So we like shared beers and then we like had sex on this hill and take pictures of each other. Like, and it was just like this magical, cool thing. And he was very sweet. Um, yeah. You know, it's like those are the things where I'm just like, yeah, it's hard to sustain conversation for years, but it's like. I also am like, yeah, if you're in LA, come hit me up. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was that. It was that. Yeah. So, yeah, those experiences are awesome. Yeah. Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. If you were listening to this, you are probably like me and you love sex. And you also know that fantastic sex takes more than just a boner. But if that's all that's missing in your connection with your partner, check out BlueChew.com. Bluetooth is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. You know, that's my favorite. The process is simple. Sign up at Bluetooth.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with the awkwardness that exists because physicians are not often given great guidance about how to talk about sensitive personal things like boner softness, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. With Bluetooth, penis owners everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. And you know I love a good package. And I have to say, am I allowed to say this? It was very hot when I had a partner who I already had a good, trusting, open relationship. He'd been working on his anxiety, cutting down on screens, meditating, he quit smoking, he started exercising regular, cutting out processed foods, all of that stuff. He was just of a certain age, and I'll just say... The night that he told me he was making his package arrive, it was a very super hot extra layer of turn-on for me personally. So if it's for you, this is a super convenient resource. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com, chew it, and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Do you, when you're hooking up casually with people, do you spend the night ever or do they spend the night or does it just kind of depend? It depends. Yeah. Um, usually, yeah. yeah. I don't have like a no sleepover rule. Yeah. But uh, sometimes I'll leave. But yeah. yeah, usually just stay. How do you decide and do you talk to people about that? They'll usually just say, the girls would just be like, you can stay if you want. I'm like, all right. Yep. Oh. I don't feel like going home. Uh, are you a snuggler? Like, do you like to cuddle? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. It, yeah. it depends on what the girl wants. But yeah, I like I like cuddling and all that, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. 
Well, I it's been so long since I've spent the night with a person, like sleeping in a cuddly way. Yeah. That I'm just like, I don't know if I like I used to be like a sleep octopus. Like I would like wrap around someone and now I'm sort of like, I don't know, I've been in a king size bed by myself for a while now. Right. Used to that. <laughs> I I actually feel like more people are like that. Like you'll cuddle for a little bit, like after sex or something, but yeah. then it's like, all right, get off me, like yeah. I'm going to bed. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone's like that. I, I am too. I don't know. I'm I used to be part koala and was just always grabbing onto things, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows now? It stuff fades, that kind of stuff. I think it fades, but whatever. Do you feel like, okay, so how do I ask this question? <laughs> I'm, I'm presenting a fantasy around the idea of strangers because I feel like to have real, like, would you ever be into the idea of like more organized stranger play? Say you had a wingman or like, you know, if we were out in the world together and you're like, she's very cute like you know and i was gonna go up and be like hey my friend is into stranger play that's who it is other than that like don't know anything about each other like would you ever be up for a situation like that of course yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but even still like you're gonna talk to the person you, you'll get to know him a little bit before you have sex some but it, people just... don't i talked to one guy who wants it to be as anonymous as possible and like not talk at all yeah some people okay are like, yeah that is cool. I would like that. Like you don't, yeah. you don't really get to know each other. You just have sex. But then, yeah, when, that would be sweet. There should be. An would you want to talk to them afterwards, or would you be? Because like my brain would be too curious to just like never ever speak unless right. I was like at a sex party and had a dom or something like telling me that that's how it was going to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. Um, I would be cool just to not talk. Yeah. Cool. Like maybe just during, like ask like what she likes or whatever, you know, but like that's it. Yeah. And yeah. then it's just like, all right, see you. That's awesome. <laughs> Have you ever done any group things like threesomes? That's what I was going to ask you. Oh, man. I did a three-way with my cousin. It was another guy and one girl. Ooh. <laughs> and it was fucking hilarious. It was just funny. This is a drunken, drunken mess of a night, but uh, all like good, good, yeah. good things. But how did it come about? Like, what were the circumstances? And then, like, were you guys, like, trying to stay far away from each other? Or were you chill? Or what was it like? Oh, man, it's fucked up. Um, <laughs> so, my cousin. So, I was sleeping with a girl already. And mm. I had sex with her that night. And then my drunken cousin, he was lightly dating this girl mm. who was sleeping out on the couch. And he comes in the room. And he was good friends with the girl I was sleeping with. Yeah. So, then he comes in and just says he's like hey what are you guys doing we're like we just had sex you know we're just laying here trying to go to sleep like what are you doing and he's like he's like uh what's your face fell asleep my girlfriend he's like um he's like i just kind of want to have sex he's like come on uh to the girl laying there he's like come on let's have sex she's like no i can't like she's right out there like uh. and then <laughs> he talked her into it he's like come on like we're friends like it'll be cool and they were just they're really close you know yeah. what i mean yeah she was just open Wait, to it. Him and the girl, or the girl and the other girl, or yeah. I'm sorry, I don't want to. I didn't want to use names. I yeah, guess no, don't don't use names. But like, who were who was close? The cousin and the, you... the girl I was having sex with. Okay. Got and it. then my cousin. Got it. We wanted the girl we wanted to have a three with. They were close. You got know. It, got it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, then we just started doing it again. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All it was though, too, I would just be missionary, and then he would be laid over, Tyler. And then she would be blowing him, you know? So his, like, ass was right in my face. So, like, there was that. I had to turn my head a little bit. And then the same for him, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. That was it. It was, it was fun as hell, and the girl loved it. And 
Yeah, that, that's my only group. <laughs> that's great, though. Was this the same cousin that you would talk about the feeling with? Yep. I yep. love that. That's we it. used to, I'll tell you this, too. This might lose me points or something, but we used to have, uh, we used to have jack-off races. Like, we would, we would start, when we were younger, we would start beating off and see yeah. who could finish first. And who would win? Was so it back was before? That. I, I, don't, I don't remember. It's usually a tie. It's about the same. But like, what fucked up things we do when we're younger, you know? I don't know. I feel like if I were a little boy, I would have had like one of the things that I'm curious about recently is just like, how far can it go? Like, how far can you shoot your cum? And I feel oh. like that's the type of race that I would have initiated as a child. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Just the, load. the ropes. Don't forget about the ropes. <laughs> ten rope. That's so fun. A ten rope. That's it, though. What about you, as far as like group group sex? Oh, I've had. Let's. I feel like I've had a medium amount. Like, I feel like I had a younger me that was like so open that I would try all the things. So I was twenty four when I had my first threesome, and like very curious, very open, but hadn't had that many sexual experiences up to that point. Like I'd been with a boyfriend for a couple years, and. And I'd had sex with maybe 10 people, but it was, like, not wild and crazy. And these were good friends of mine. And they'd been, like, flirting with me all week. And I was, like, talking to one of my other friends. And I was like, the weirdest thing. It's like, it's almost like they're both flirting with me. Like, my brain at the time didn't understand that threesomes were a thing and didn't understand that, like, a couple could flirt with a single woman without it being some sort of cheating because I have a very like Midwestern background, you know, and I just didn't have any examples in my life of anyone right. who wasn't traditional. And so yeah. I was like, is what I think happening, happening? And, <laughs> and then the next night we like, they took me out to dinner and I went with them to a party, like a, like kind of a fancy. Oh wait, this was a couple hitting on you, like mm -hmm. talking to you. Yeah, like, Hey, is... like, Honey, yeah. do you like her? Like, yeah, well, and but okay. they but they were like they were good friends of mine. And so I was like, are we just hanging out as friends? Or are we hanging out as like super friends? And oh, then wow. and then they got explicit, you know, the next night we were at a fancy party in Hollywood and okay. they <laughs> approached me and they were like, So, what do you want to do with the rest of your night? And I was like, wait, are you saying, are you sure she wants this? You know, they were both kind of talking to me separately because I was just like, is this okay? And once yeah. they assured me that it was okay, I was like, oh, okay, yes, but you have to tell me what to do. Like, you have yeah. to tell me the detail. Like, I've never been, I've never gone down on a girl and I have to take a shower first. Like, I was so, yeah. like, nervous. And so we, yeah. we ended up going back to their place and we had a great night and I was so excited by everything and I love being touched. So just having... You know, and we would take turns, like, since we were all friends, we'd be like, okay, focus on her, go, focus on him, yeah. go. And it was fun to, like, make out with my girlfriend as we were, like, both going down on the guy. And then, you know, just, like, seeing how they liked to fuck each other was really fun for me. And so that was my first threesome. And, and I saw them off and on for years, you know. Like, I have a lot of long-term casual relationships, but not as many short-term things. And I think part of it is just access and part of it is i'm shy and i dream of a gangbang like someday i would love to have a gangbang <laughs> but yeah but like, i haven't with girls and guys or yes i mean yes like, totally that would be what like... am i thinking of i'm just never mind i was thinking 
Never mind. I mean, <laughs> I listen, I've been pegged by a woman and I would definitely be into that again. And like I've been I, I I dream of a double penetration. Like I dream of a threesome with two dudes where I could have a double penetration. But I've I've had yeah. a double penetration with a dude and a chick with a strap on. And that was really hot. Oh damn. So That's sweet. yeah, I I would well, like to have more group sex experiences, but I do find I'm a little more cautious now in a way that because I am very sensitive and I think it took me a long time to kind of realize that, but I'm definitely open to threesomes. And like with, with like my ex-boyfriend who I'm very good friends with, I was like, if you ever find a lady and need a third, like, I, you know, I volunteered for, to be a third in lots of cases. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's sweet. There's gotta be like people. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't found like a, like an orgy because that stuff has to like exist in yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been to one sex party in LA and I loved it. And but I went with somebody, and so I never became part of that community. And I was just kind of like doing that research again in February. And so I feel like once it's safe to kind of gather again in groups, I'll I'll be back out on the scene. Yeah. But yeah, I'm totally. I definitely have more group sex in my future. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> It's funny how like we have these urges about things we've never done and it's like it's like a quest to, to yeah. fulfill the, those needs you know what I mean like <laughs> I mean I just really like exploring and seeing what else is out there you know yeah yeah absolutely same what are some of the things that you would like to explore that you haven't yet maybe to just like better sex overall I feel like you know I feel like I've had like great sex before but like just getting more of it you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think makes it great for you? Man, just like being synced up with a girl. Yeah. You know, like breathing heavy, like finishing strong. You know what I mean? Like doing it up multiple times. Like just, you know, yeah. yeah like yeah. You know when it happens, just stuff like that. But like, yeah, being out here, like it's always, it'll last for like so many months and then it'll, then like we'll get busy and go our separate ways. Like yeah. we're not in a relationship. So like it, just doesn't you know just haven't had a girlfriend to like keep doing it with you know yeah but yeah i just want to meet more people and have more of those experiences and that that's it are there any specific things you want to explore with like toys or like would you ever want to explore other kinks or like stuff like that i would use a toy on a on a girl mm -hmm. i think that would be that would be fun yeah <laughs> that would be neat i don't want to get like pegged or anything like that no. <laughs> <laughs> are you into any butt stuff either direction yeah i like when someone touches my butthole nice <laughs> like just yeah, like the like the outside or do like any like insertion yeah. no not in just okay. like yeah just the pressing the button you know yeah 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 there's this one girl who did it i was on top of her and i'm thrusting you know and then she has her hands on my ass and she keeps like going in further and further i'm like what what is she this is the first time I'm like, what is going on? And then she, she went the whole way, you know? And then, like, right as I finished, it, like, she had, she started diddling, you yeah, know? And yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, this is different and new. But, like, hey, that, that kind of feels all right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was great, you know? Then I, I told my friends about it, too, you know? Because they have, they have, like, girlfriends. The ones have back home who have girlfriends. I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I don't know, man. Like, I think that's too far for me. Like, really? they they're like totally shut off from the idea oh it's just funny like it's funny how it's different out here than like back east or like it definitely depends i mean and i will say i was really like curious but like not into butt stuff i was like well someone can fuck me in the ass but like i'm not gonna go anywhere near theirs until yeah. i until i discovered my kinky side and then i was like 
oh, I actually, I like giving rim jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, it's just, it's just skin. I've, I've given one too before. There's one girl. It was that was like her thing. Oh. And no, yeah, she's like super clean, you know. So it's just like skin, and it's just the same as like going down. You know, you mm-hmm. just go like a little bit farther, and like you watch her freak out, and it's just like an awesome, rewarding experience. You know, like why totally. not? Have you ever gotten a rim job? Yeah, yeah, I got one before, and that was way earlier too, when I was still back home. Yeah. And I was like, "You like you would do that? Like really?" <laughs> she's like, "Yeah." She's like, "It's fine." She's like, "It doesn't taste how you think it would." Taste. Yes, yeah. I I feel like we need to announce that though, because like I had that in my head that it was gonna be poopy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it never is. Yeah, no, no, no. It could be. You just gotta make sure yeah. you're clean. You know. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But no, she did it and it was fucking, it was awesome. Nice. Like it just felt so, yeah, it felt really good. And yeah. Is that something that you would ever ask for from a partner or or like if you just met them randomly or you'd have to have them bring it up? Yeah, they would have to bring it up. Okay. Okay. Nice. Um, But yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask too about your threesome. How nervous were you before? So nervous. I was going to say, yeah. Like, (laughs) Like, I was definitely, I was 24, so I could drink. I was a little bit drunk, and I remember showering with my girlfriend watching me, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Are mm-hmm. you sure? You really want this? I'm so excited. Okay, but you have to tell me what to do. Like, I was, I am a nervous person, especially yeah. in new situations where I feel like I might fuck something up. I was nervous about their relationship. You know, I needed some reassurance about their solidity. And they're still together. Like, they've been together for ages. And so, you know, I had to have partners that were like, it's good. We're so excited to have you here. But I was incredibly nervous just because I, it was a huge paradigm shift for me. Right. Those couples, man, that's, that's crazy. Like, that they stay together and they're open for like, I wonder how many times that happens for them. You know, did, well, did they say? I can tell you with them, they've only been with one other woman since me. Oh, wow. And, you know, it's not, they've, they've approached a couple others. They haven't quite had anyone that's, that's worked out for them. And I think they also are very satisfied with themselves. And so it's, yeah. you know, it's not, it's no longer their top priority. Um, yeah. I also like to think that they would still call me up if they were wanting a, a third person. Like, I feel yeah. like we have that kind of relationship. We just, our schedules haven't synced up lately. Right. But yeah, I mean, I know, I know a lot of couples who are really into playing with others. And there's another couple that I, I'm good friends with that I was like trying to see for a while, but could not make the scheduling happen. I also have to be in the right mood to be with a couple because yeah. it's like, it's a different amount of energy. Right a lot of moving parts it's a lot of moving parts and pieces and you know especially when it's with a new couple there are unknowns because it's like with a single person there are enough like hidden landmines but with Mm -hmm. a couple it's hard because you never know what conversations they're having when you're not there and i have stepped on some landmines that i that i you know depending on how good the couple is at communicating it can be like awesome or it can be atrocious (laughs) yeah for sure sure. (laughs) It'll happen. Yeah. I I mean, I'm always just a fan of extra hands and tongues, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you have sex dreams? You know what? I'm I'm mad about this because, no, not a lot. And when when I do, they're always, like, fucked up. Like, something's not not realistic somehow. Like, 
my penis is made out of like my penis looks like a I don't know like <laughs> like a fucking octopus tentacle oh, or something. No. Like it's weird like that. Like something's you know not realistic and yeah. to and I never finish. Like oh. it's always right when I'm about to finish. Yeah. Like I, I wake up and I'm like, God damn it, that was like kind of hot. Yeah, you know? yeah, that happens never had to a me satisfying too. One. What oh, about you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've had orgasms in dreams before, but only See? like a couple. And yeah. that's why I started asking this question because I'm like, well, is it happening in real life? Like what, yeah. what's my oh, body so, doing? So just in your head, you have an orgasm. I like, mean, in the, in the dream, I definitely had an orgasm, but I don't, but I was asleep. Like, and I woke yeah. up and I remembered it and I was like trying to touch myself to see if I felt sensitive and like, not really. And so yeah. there's some part of me that's like, that seems like a power to be harnessed. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. That would be cool if you could do that like every night. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, like wet dreams and stuff. I never had it like a wet dream. Okay. Like, I never woke up and had jizz all over myself. But yeah, I wish I wish. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking to anyone during this indoor time when we are kind of in quarantine still? Oh, yeah. I've actually gone to Tinder and I've been getting more matches. I think, you know, everyone's on their phones. Oh, yeah. More. But it's hard. Like this one girl. Like I, I suggested like hanging out. Probably shouldn't even say this. She's like, no. She's like, the quarantine's gone. You know, like yeah, we yeah. should should not fucking do that. Yeah. But there's this one girl from back home. I'm like talking to and like I'm trying to get like a thing going over the phone, but it's hard, you know. And then I have a yeah. friend here who like we've talked about getting together, but it's I mean it's tough <laughs> when you're inside. But yeah, I'm talking to two two girls right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What so, about you? I'm looking for people to chat with sexily and that's kind of what my tinder exploration is about i also just this week i'm like oh the podcast like it is kind of work but also like it's also a great way to meet people and to hear what they're into and so you know so i i have a couple of like gray area situations where i'm like talking to people and you know a couple of them are far away so it's not going to go anywhere in real life but it's still like yeah. a turn on and so that's that's another thing that I'm exploring too, because I do want to find new partnership. I mean, I haven't been touched in so long and I am ultimately curious. I used to have a master, like a dom who would, you know, who would, and that was so hot. And I, cause I'm into some beatings and some pain, but I also need, I was realizing I don't want someone who's just mean to me all the time. Like my former master would be like, you're a fucking slut and a whore and you serve me and I love that about you, you know? And so it was like, so I loved it because I love being objectified. But what I was writing to one of my pen pals this week is like, I want someone to truly understand the value of the object. Otherwise, right. I don't get off on being objectified because, you know, like I... I highly value my silly qualities. And if someone can't hang with my silly or wants that part to be gone from the bedroom, I'm yeah. not, I can't fuck them because right. like, I, and I flip back. It's not like I'm like giggling through sex. Like when I am turned on and tuned in, I am like a very sexy sex creature, but I also have to be able to laugh if I queef because I do think that's funny. Like I'm a <laughs> child. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Or like, yeah. or like if, if, you know, say butt stuff does get messy. Like, I don't want to be trapped in shame. And I think that's where laughter comes into sex. Like, those parts that are just 
hilarious because we have human bodies and like yeah. i'm also a clumsy person so i can get tangled like i'll get tangled on my own arms and legs and so yeah. if i'm with someone that like needs me to perform for them all the time i can't do that yeah so it's like i i want to be hot and objectified and feel hot but i also want to feel like the person is looking at me you know right yeah um, for sure i got you so the the your dom like you weren't able to tell him like like hey break character every once in a while or something you know my former master was so good we had like a perfect year together and mm. he got me like we communicated so well we would write each other these really sexy texts and emails and you know he was so good at i think i fell in love with him when i was like bent over presenting myself to him at the beginning of a session one time which was like how we would begin you know he would like look at me and touch me everywhere and hit me here and there and like feel my holes and he would put butt plugs in me and i just like loved being his object and i had a big heavy this is my birthday butt plug um we met <laughs> this is i've had this butt plug for three years and it's like one of the heavy metal ones and it has a jewel on the end of it and he, i love this story because it just like my those types of butt plugs my butt pushes them out like that's like i had to wear one to a dinner once with a couple that i was talking to that were kinky and like yeah. i wore that one and i literally like under my dress like had to just like keep it in because it kept trying to fall out and i was not <laughs> wearing panties because that was the ah, rule <laughs> but like so my birthday butt plug like popped out and like rolled across my concrete floor and he was filming at the time and so he just like smiled and panned along with it as it rolled and so it's like that's what i want from someone you know like yeah, someone that yeah. can like because it's like it is play it's sexual play but it's got to be fun you know and then that turns into the super duper hotness and then i just am a sex creature i'm not like performing as a sex creature right. and so he was really integrated like his you know he would like make jokes even as he was like telling me what to do and all of this stuff and that and i miss that and it's as i'm talking to new people and trying to find a new dom i'm realizing that like every dom has their own language and their own you know what gets them off and i've had to say no to a couple people who are really only into like strict protocol strict structure and i'm like i guess i don't want a 24 7 relationship if it means that i never see your actual personality like i want yeah. some integration there i want both yeah of course so, that makes a lot of sense yeah i would want that too yeah and, and everyone's different and i'm trying to appreciate that and i but i am a person that i'm like oh, you're different how weird and then i'm like oh wait no that's fine it's just not for me <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully so i didn't ask you this question would you go to a sex party Ooh, i don't know probably probably not really I mean, what if know. it was just to watch yeah yeah i would go for sure what if you had a partner that wanted to take you to a sex party and you were just gonna not play with anybody else but then your partner was there and got really turned on and was like i want to go down on you right now would you do that i'm just playing a fantasy game with you probably yeah i would probably <laughs> i'd probably <laughs> i would need someone to hold my hand yeah yeah i get that i get i, would, I don't I went to a sex party by myself last September in New York. Like, so I didn't know anybody, ex you know, I knew I had a friend of a friend that I knew, but it was like yeah. all strangers. And I don't think I'll go to a sex party alone again, just because it, it triggers all of my shy parts. And so it puts me on the defensive, which is not, you know, yeah. not a good place to be. Yeah, it could um, be weird. I don't know. It might be easier with strangers, though, because you don't know anybody. So it's like, yeah, but you like strangers, but... and I've never had a one night stand. I've thought I was going to have a one night stand, but then they go so well, I've had more. 
Um, but it's like, I'm not active enough. So it's like the times when I've been feeling like, yes, I'm brave. Come home with me. Um, that right. it, it goes so well that like. You keep hanging out. Yeah. 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 It turns into more than that. Right. I, I feel Yeah. No. Yeah. I like the stranger thing, but it's just like one person. I, I get, it doesn't really yeah. apply to like group. Yeah. 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 Things, but, that, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I would. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then I'm going to ask you our final question. All right. If you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sexual advice, what age would you pick and what would you say? Uh, 14, when I, I would tell myself, when I had the girlfriend all through high school, I'd be like, hey, uh, <laughs> this is terrible. Like, hey, break up with her and sleep with all the other girls that wanted to have sex with you <laughs> in high school. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll be like, hey, try to get as many as you can. Mm -hmm. And how do you think that would have affected your sexual self? I don't know. Because, like, we had my girlfriend, we had such a high volume of sex. Like, you get good at certain things. So maybe that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Like, I, it would be. It would be mm. quantity, not quality. You know. Oh, what I mean? that's a good point. Yeah, so maybe not. Oh, that but is such a good point. Okay, I did have a belief in my head because I had sex for three years before I got a boyfriend. I was 22 when I got my first boyfriend, and I kept telling myself, I was like, okay, well, maybe sex is going to be better when you practice with the same person for longer. Maybe sex yeah. is going to be better when you when you really know someone and care about them. And, you know, so I, I feel like I used casual sex as an excuse to have mediocre sex because I didn't know how to communicate. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. It's better with, when you can talk to someone about it, I th obviously, you know. It definitely but, makes it easier to get what you prefer, like yeah, physically and right. sexually. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Oh, my God, Cameron, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's this is awesome. so amazing. Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.